Good afternoon and welcome to Open Air with Sherry Huber. Good afternoon, Sherry. Good afternoon, Michael. Great day to be practicing, isn't it? Oh, my goodness gracious. Yes. Lovely. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> I have a full list of announcements here, unless you'd like to share something else first. No, I want to hear what's going on. Okay. What would it be like to end our suffering around money, able to spend each dollar in a way that supports the heart, the planet, and the moment? Our new four-week group coaching class, Conscious Compassionate Spending, will support us as we practice being a conscious, compassionate steward of money. The class begins November 11. That sounds like fun. And what perfect timing. Yes. Yes. You mean with the holidays coming? Yeah. What a great time to bring a lot of conscious awareness to that. Yes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And join Sherry on Sunday, November 6th for a workshop unraveling the belief that fulfillment comes from satisfying what quote, I, unquote, want, and exploring how to find true happiness. Registration donations for Getting What I Want, an exploration with the guide, go to the Africa Project. Mm -hmm. That's such a rich topic, Sherry, what I want. Isn't it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's like That's a whole deal, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> And on November 13th and 20th, a two-part process mapping workshop will help us see the scripts, programs, and patterns that are always operating on us so that we may have more freedom of choice in our lives. Whether you're experienced at process mapping or a beginner, you will benefit from working with this powerful tool. Donations to this Sunday workshop also go to the Africa Project. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's good, isn't it? Uh, to, to have all of these things that, that support us and, and in that process to be able to support our friends on the other side of the world, it's, it's, a, it's a good and, and lovely thing. Yes, it is a big win-win. Mm-hmm. And if you'd like to talk with Sherry tonight, please press star six and then one to make gas show. And conversation on one topic, please. And about five minutes is great. Okay, I think that sets us up ready to get started here, Sherry. All right, great. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome. First caller. You are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi. Um, can you hear me? Yes. Yes, Andrea, we can. Oh, How what? are you? Oh, good. Um, I'm just amazed. I'm, I'm great, uh, grateful to be on because I've been having so much trouble getting on, so I'm happy about that. <laughs> Technology is once again your friend. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, yeah. So, um, 
Wow. Well, um... <laughs> you think that's okay? Just take a couple of a couple of breaths there. Recover from the shock of, okay. of having it work. And yeah, no problem. Yeah. Well, gosh, I guess um, a lot of things have been going on for me. Um, boy. Uh, well, I guess um, a part of it is um, it seems like there's been a lot of stuff going on and with content and stuff. And um, I think what, what I've been noticing is um, just a lot of, I guess, I guess the way to kind of summarize it is um, some of it is around transitions that are happening and then some of it is around um, uh, what we were talking about before self-discipline, uh, which I had a really mm -hmm. good conversation a while, uh, like a week and a half ago with Ashwini about. And, um, and it's self-discipline, my struggle with it as well as um, my son's struggle with it has been really causing a lot of suffering. So I guess what I'm seeing is the meta process, I suppose, is that of feeling like um, I, you know, uh, wanting to, wanting things, wanting to be able to control things, you know, I mean, I guess that's where it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I, wanting things to, wanting to be able to control things, I'm guessing, too, there's an element of wanting things to be easier. Yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is, is so much a part of that, right? That belief that if, if things would just go the way <laughs> I want them to go, then it, everything would work and, you know, my life would be easier and less painful and wouldn't suffer as much and we can see how all of that goes together. And then, of course, what we so often find ourselves in is it's not going that way. Yeah, yeah, and definitely, yeah, you know, wanting it, yeah, that sums it up, you know, without having to, you can plug in any content, right? Like, you, you want mm -hmm. things to go a certain way, and it looks like, you know, one of the content things is very promising, like it will go the way, you know, I want it to go. Um, mm -hmm. The other one, you know, involving my son, it looks like things are better. This is involving his school, um, but he still has problems in terms of he's much more engaged because we're, he's in a special intense school and um, so he's more engaged but he has difficulty doing his homework and and I can find you know like I have a lot of anxiety when I have things that I view as hard and I think you know I'm projecting but I think he might be going through you know some similar things to me and um, seeing that but you know that's kind of, yeah, I just feel like there's a whole jumble of things. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, it, yeah, uh, that all come down to, um, I have an idea, I have an idea, we just stop right there, mm -hmm. right? I have an idea about how things should be. I yeah. have an idea about the right thing and how it needs to be. And all of those, all of those uh, notions that we hold Right. that we see don't have anything to do with anything, no. but <laughs> that doesn't mean we don't uh, suffer 
over the process. Yeah, we sure is, we sure do, you know, and as you say, mm-hmm. it's a it's a constant, you know, moment by moment because um you know, like this one this one content thing, um I so hope will go okay and um it looks like it's going really okay, you know. I I could see a lot of conditioning around it and um like a lot of fear and doom and gloom and um that's dispelled because or at least for now is dispelled because the thing I was really dreading um to do I did and it seemed to go okay and um you know but then I can see you know it's just it's this conditioning you know I think it's this conditioning oh my gosh when, when I'm talking to you it feels like there's conditioning of wanting things to go just like you said you know better like resistance to how things are or, you know, hope, et cetera. And then when things do seem to be finally going well, I think conditioning comes in and basically um, is trying to scare me and, um, you know, not acknowledge the things that are going well and then just scare me. And it's like, yeah, yeah. So I'm really seeing that. Yes, which is so important, isn't it? Because um, so (laughs) we're meant to believe that conditioning is there on the negative side of things. Right. Right. So it's worried that it's not going to go well, that you're not going to... Now, of course, I've known you long enough that I could give an entire list of things that you were in that relationship with ego about, Mm -hmm. and it didn't go the way ego said it was going to go, right? So it had you in that... Uh, oh God, it's not going to work. Or what if it doesn't work? Or this, it's going to. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then you came through the test with flying colors. You got the job. You got, you know, all, yeah. all of those, all of those kinds of things. And what we get to see in that is that, gosh, you know, I really wasted a lot of life force there. Mm-hmm. I, I was miserable through all of this time, and there was no need for it because, in fact. I did really well on the test, right? Yeah. Now, the fact that you did really well on the test doesn't mean you you wouldn't have studied just as hard, right. right? You would have studied just as hard. It's just that you wouldn't have been miserable. But with ego, you study really hard. It makes you miserable through the whole process. Then you do really well on the test. Now we're on the other side of it, right? Well, yeah, but that doesn't count because there's the next thing that you need to be afraid of and anxious about and upset about and dread and be miserable over, right? And so that's how, that's how it takes a person through life, right? right? And the really fiendish part of it is that because of the way the mind works, mm-hmm. we can't actually tell what's real, right? So it would be possible for, for somebody to listen to you talk about your life and think that it was just one miserable situation after the other. Yeah. Which is not true at all. Yeah. Not true at all, right? Got into a fantastic school, got an outrageous degree, got the job of your dreams, work in a career that you wanted to work in. Uh, Right? I mean, it's... And yet, and yet, the way it feels is miserable every step of the way. Yeah, and and you know what, and and it, yeah, it, you you've hit the head. You know, it's just 
I just, you know, it's again, I just have to remind myself to practice like my hair is on fire because, you know, like going through this process the last couple of days, you know, even though it's there, it's not as, you know, believable and, you know, I can stop and drop it and, and remember that I have no control over life and to life, let life live me. And when I remember that I relax and I calm down and, you know, the conditioning loses its grip. And I guess, I guess with all this talking, you know, what I'm seeing is this, which I kind of shared, I think before is just this, again, this is probably more conditioning, another layer of, of conditioning, wishing conditioning wasn't there. (laughs) That's perfect, isn't it? That's exactly it. So ego comes in and says, you know, if it weren't for that ego, uh, I would be a completely happy human being. Yeah. Exactly. So that, again, that's really important to catch on to, isn't it? Yeah. And the thing about it is um, to just remind ourselves that it takes as long as it takes. Yeah. You no, know, it's lifetimes. It's lifetimes of karma that mm-hmm. we are working through. And ending suffering is not, is not a, a, a quick fix sort of a thing. You know, yeah. we're going to go through it step by step by step by step. It's clear. gets easier. We're going to fall in a hole. It, get out of it a little quicker. Don't suffer quite as much. And if we can, if we can appreciate ourselves and that process mm-hmm. for how it is, for what it is, and how we are with it, then everything is a little bit easier. And interspersed are times of real happiness and gratitude and appreciation. Yeah, which I've, you know, definitely, I'm much more able to experience, um, you know, and, 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 yeah, I'm just talking to you, you know, I think, I think a lot of this is, is resistance and, you know, resistance holding everything in place. Mm -hmm. Yep, wanting you to suffer. Once it, it it wants you, (laughs) it wants you to be with it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm glad the technology worked. Me too. It's so great to be able to talk with you. Thank you, Sherry. You are so very welcome. Take good care. Yeah, you too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us, Andrea. Sherry, I, I love that process. I love your description of that process, and I know it intimately. Positive outcome after positive outcome after positive outcome, and the internal experience is misery. I mean, yeah. it's just no sense. It's yeah. crazy. It, it is. It is crazy, and um, <laughs> we just have to have a lot of sympathy for for the fact that we that we are trapped in this uh, yeah. what what would we call it insane asylum? Um, because because it doesn't. It makes no sense at all. I mean, we are all intelligent, capable, competent. Uh, people, right? You'd think that w- once a principle is, is presented to us and we grasp that principle and then we see it in action, done. Got it. Behind me, right? No, I'm not even close. Yeah. A lot of patience with each other too. Right? Yeah. A lot of compassion because we're all trapped in exactly the same um, mess. Yes. 
And we have another caller here, Sherry. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Oh, hello. This is Diana. Um, <laughs> another, uh, what is it, uh, inmate from the same asylum. <laughs> <laughs> Out on temporary leave, you got access to technology for a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> That's us. <laughs> oh, What's going okay. on? <laughs> so, you know, um, I've really been noticing this um, deep karma um, structure of hiding withdrawing, withholding, and mm. um, that uh, I think it is affecting, whenever I'm caught in it, it's affecting my awareness practice because it feels like at times the awareness is very cool and uh, like without any heart. Uh, it's kind of like a... Um, um, yes, and other times that's not the case. But I was wondering if you could please um, shed a little light around that. Well, it, 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 yes, but I'm going to need you to get a hand on that dimmer switch and start. We'll start turning it up a little bit, okay? Um, so, it, so it feels like you're you're there, and you're aware of what's going on. And sometimes the awareness, it sounds like it's, you're kind of open-hearted and uh, you're the a kind, good, genuine person. Yeah? I probably wouldn't describe it like that, but yes, I think that's... Um, there is just between us. There, just between oh, us. Not, don't, let the, oh. don't let those other voices <laughs> in. Just between us. Yes. That's probably a good description of you. Right. I mean, yes. you, you're caring. You're sensitive to people. You got, you, you're sympathetic. You, if so, if something uh, sad, hard happens to somebody, you 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 feel for them. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And th then there's this other place that you find yourself in, where there's an awareness of what's going on, but that that um, softness isn't there. There's a a hardness, right. almost yeah. to the point of cruelty. Yes, yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. And so how does that tie in with the withdrawn? I, I'm not sure that's the word you used, but the holding well, back and the removed. Yeah. How do those go together? Well, that's a very good question um, you know sherry i don't know um that's a um that's definitely a good question but there's i think that yeah you know i i don't know in this in this moment mm -hmm. i don't know okay uh, and i trust that you're going to be looking at that because um those all came up together, right? So they, they, there has to be yes. a relationship between them. And uh, so I, I couldn't tell if maybe um, that's a punishment of you or it's a not trusting you or 
it's a way that you're you're held in a certain orientation to to life and to people. So it'll be interesting for you to uh, watch that and and notice what goes on, see what that what that connection is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, absolutely. I mean, it's certainly it's a pattern uh, relation with um, my mother um, that. I think is, you know, that it gets reenacted. Um, that you hold, she, hold back, you withdraw, you don't, you're not, not yes, open with uh, her? Uh-huh. Well, yes, she's been gone for, you know, many years, but it's, it's she's still here. That, um, that's right. It doesn't, <laughs> yeah, that physical thing doesn't, doesn't have much to do with anything, does it? Uh, yeah. No, it sure doesn't. <laughs> um yeah, so uh, that's, you know, whenever that gets triggered, that's exactly what happens. And uh, I have been doing some process mapping around um, this tendency to withdraw, this tendency to get diffused, uh, this, you know, tendency to want to hide, you know, be invisible, you know, all the whole different ways in which it um, happens. But I guess... Um, the guidance is to continue doing that? Yes. Oh, yeah. Would that be a, it's, okay. It's, it's fascinating, isn't it? And with that, that way of being that you just described, is that how you were with your mother or is that how you felt your mother was with you? Definitely how I was with my mother. So I was um, withholding... Uh, but you know it's interesting you say that I didn't actually see the um, reciprocal nature of it because I felt like she well you know she was chilly and um, wasn't a lot of love that I felt as a kid mm. uh, so I guess I felt like she was withholding love and maybe that's the connection actually uh-huh uh-huh um, it'll be interesting to see um how how that plays out with when when it feels like you're um warm and open and you know caring and all of those kinds of things and then mm-hmm. what's going on when you slip into that cold um i yep. keep wanting to use the word judgmental but i don't think you've ever used that oh. word no but it goes right along with it i can be okay. I definitely yeah no question mhm yeah. Critical, judgmental, so, you you know, the whole step thing. back, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ooh. Oh. Well, and you probably heard in the announcements that we do have a uh, process mapping workshop coming up. So you, you, you yes, are I do, you're ahead of the, the curve is, on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I love process mapping with recording and listening. I think it's a very powerful uh, tool. Um, but I will not be able to attend either one of those workshops. So my question is, can I sign up for them and listen to them by recording? You know what? I bet you can. And so send a little note into the guest master because they don't, they don't tell me about those kinds of things. Okay. You know? they, okay. they keep me in the dark. Uh, but uh, they, they, they'll, they'll be able to tell you how, how all of that will work. And, and okay. you know this practice, 
uh, is such that no, nobody, anybody who wants to do a workshop, we're going to do everything we can to make sure they get to do that workshop. So I'm sure it's going to oh, work. Oh, that's wonderful. That makes me feel very good because I would like to contribute to the Africa Project. And I know I don't have to mm. attend the workshop to do that, but uh, it's kind no. of a nice, yes. You know, well, it is. It's a nice twofer, isn't it? Yeah, it's yes, a twofer. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, thank well, you very I'm, much for I'm your eager, time. I'm eager to hear. I'm eager to hear because that, that connection yes. is going to be uh, an exciting one. All right. Yeah, I, I think so. And thank you very much, Sherry, for your time. You're very welcome. Gusho. Okay. Gusho. Thanks for joining us, Diana. And that was fascinating also, Sherry. Mm. Yes. It, it, I'm telling you, wait, it, it's, um, we're like, um, we're sleuths, aren't we? We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're just, yeah. Once we get past that, there's something wrong with me, there's something wrong with this, it shouldn't be like this. Yeah. Once we get to that, this is fascinating. And like, as Diana said, you know, the combination of uh, process mapping and recording and listening, good grief. Um, there's just, and what we're talking about, of course, in the year long, the just noticing and the curiosity. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's all good. It's all good. You know, except for running into ego and self-hate, which when we know what that is, you know, we're yes. just never going to see anything that doesn't leave us in a place of, wow, I'm so glad I saw that. That mm -hmm. is so helpful. Yes. Yeah, that curiosity is a winner. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yes. And Sherry, we're going to break for a good news update, and then we'll come back and talk with more callers. Wonderful. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome. And Jen, I'm turning it over to you for a good news update. Great. Thanks, Michael. Welcome. And welcome to Good News Updates with Living Compassion. I'm pleased to be joined by Anna, who is here to speak with us about her experience of practicing with the most recent Musings article. Welcome, Anna. Hi, Jen. Thank you so much for the invitation. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for being with us. Um, <laughs> a lot of places we could start. Do you have a, a sense of where you want to jump in? I'd love to, and, and really, truly thank you for the invitation because it's an invitation into getting really um, intimate with this musings article, right? Like really, really yeah. listening to yeah. it a lot. And, yeah. and I will um, give a little sort of sense of what this musings article is and what it explores. And I'd also like to say this about my experience of reading it and listening to it, which is it's this sort of complete and full exploration that kind of unfolds from out of itself. And so I was noticing, you know, we talk about like uh, what information are you getting in the message that it's really difficult to, to summarize it precisely because every bit of it is so yeah. full and complete that you could take any one sentence and practice with it for a lifetime. And it's also like that thing of, you know that quote from the pianist in Transform Your Life about what's the meaning of this piano piece? Well, I would have to play it all again. <laughs> like every note yes, in it exactly. is so perfect. Yeah. Um, that's such a great point. So we'll just pause here and read the whole Musings article to you. And that's what that's <laughs> <article is about. laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, 
Um, so the, uh, the exploration begins with the line from the short recitation, if I am suffering, it is because I am choosing something over ending suffering. And then the exploration is that, you know, most of us practitioners of awareness, if we're asked, um, do you want to wake up and end suffering, we would say yes. And yet, how often do we not choose freedom? Um, and, and so there's the exploration of do we have a sense of what we're choosing, what person we're being, what the karma is, what the situation is that we're clinging to? Um, and, and I have just been seeing so much about that. And so um, I can tell you a little bit about a concrete workshop that I've been practicing with this in, if that would be a good place Please. to go. Yeah, absolutely. Always helpful, right? Because, you know, I think sometimes people have that, that idea of, well, it's not about the content, so I shouldn't talk about the content. But to have that concrete example from which to practice, because it is the mirror that we get to see all of how it works in, is so helpful. So yes, please. Exactly. And this is where all of the process that's laid out in the musings is happening. Like, that's part of my experience of yes, exactly. listening to this musings, too, that, that, like, for every place I am in the process, there's one part of this Musings article that speaks directly to it, and there's a part of this Musings article that has a practical, direct training yeah. tip for every place right. in the process that I've been in. Um, and so um, the, the, the workshop is that I had a, a thing to do to take care of, which was to give feedback on about 40 papers. Um, hmm. And what I noticed was uh, there's so much um, that I resonated with in that first call, right? Because this is supposed to be a place of misery. I mean, maybe not intense, intense misery, but misery, right? right and right. there's an invitation in the Musings article to practice when the stakes, you know, aren't that high. What are we choosing when we're not choosing yeah. freedom? And what's the, what's the person we're being? And what I saw was that there's this message that the person I am is insincere uh -huh. and that every time I've ever done anything like shown up and given feedback on these papers it's because ego has pulled me back from the brink of being the truly awful wow. person that I am and so wow. there's the the insincere person and then uh -huh. there's the um, I've got a fix this insincere person person <laughs> and so it's that thing dropped in that um sherry often says of, you know in building there's the two things the two walls yep. that are kind of propping each other up so the thing yep. that i'm choosing over freedom is i want to be the one to change something i want to be the one to fix yep. something i want to be the one to make yep. a difference i want to be a someone i want to be a someone with agency Wow. And so, and so, you've got insincere person who can't be mm -hmm. trusted to do this thing, and then you've got person with agency who's gonna, you know, fix that and overcome gonna that. Gonna whip her into shape, fix that exactly. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. So there's something wrong with her, and I'm gonna fix it. And so it was wow. like this, you know, kind of <laughs> bells ringing, lights coming on. Of okay, mm -hmm. okay, it's it's sort of, and this is kind of probably the wrong language for it, but this doesn't have to be misery. And, and 
because uh, something that goes with this musings article for me is something that I heard the guide say on a morning radio show recently, which is we're going long and we're practicing, we're practicing, but we're not ending suffering. And so that's okay. also been sort of ringing an awareness and I've been taking that to heart and taking that on because it was like, okay, this is a situation that's not high drama. As it, okay. there's no, nobody's going to die um, about okay. uh, giving feedback on these papers and am I choosing something over ending suffering? Like, and, and, and so, and so it was like, uh, um, somehow redirecting to the sincerity that always shows up and my experience of doing something like this, which is what shows up is care and attention and thoroughness and conscientiousness and love and, and, to have attention there. And so this is another line of the musings that is, you know, one of those, like, <laughs> uh, training tips and you could practice with for, the, uh, for a lifetime, which is the only doing that ever makes a difference in any situation is practicing custody attention. And so that was the workshop. Um, and, and it's like one of those things where you can sort of say this in words, but the whole experience of it was completely transformed. Like my whole experience of, yeah, my whole experience of life was completely transformed in this, in this paper feedback workshop just through seeing all of that, uh, noticing. Well, <laughs> just, just seeing all that, just seeing that, just, just that little thing. <laughs> because, I mean, it's remarkable, Anna, all the way back to, you know, really taking it on. And the gift that you were saying, I mean, it sounds like you were taking it on anyway, but it really points at, you know, the gift of participation when we're really engaged. You know, the thing you said that, that Sherry was saying, you know, are we engaged in ending suffering? So something like an invitation to be on Good News where that's, there's that invitation to really talk about being in the queue, right? That's You're really in the queue. Right? We always talk about yeah. that metaphor of you're in life, you're on the court, you're playing. Mm -hmm. And when you, when you take it on in that way, it truly does completely transform your experience, in this case, to a task that you have in front of you. But again, as you say, it's not one of those things where someone's going to die. You know, the stakes are not hugely high. But to take mm -hmm. it on in a situation like that is remarkable because those are that's where our lives are lived in most of yeah. those moments yes mm -hmm. yeah absolutely absolutely so it's like if I'm not ending suffering now when do I think I'm going to be doing it when I'm exactly <laughs> this is my exactly. life <laughs> this is my life yes yeah otherwise it's you know like in the calls already that Sherry had today you know it's like the the life is, it's working, it's working, it's working, you know, outrageously working, and yet if we're not realizing that, if we're not in that experience, then the narrative becomes the whole thing is misery. Right. Yes, yeah. yes, right. And, and, and as well, I can just see, you know, the, of course, then, you know, the next ego takeover was, well, now I did that. So, you know, back to that, I'm, I'm exactly. with agency thing. But, you know, it's like, well, yes. <laughs> and then I'll see Well, and you know, Anna, what's so perfect about that is that, I mean, that insight that you had around, you know, so it sets up those two pieces of this, you know, she's not sincere, and so I'm going to make her be sincere. 
but the but realizing that in all of that, what you get to actually see is what you actually are, which is the sincerity. Yes. That's what you get yes. to actually be. And so same thing here. You're doing yep. all this practicing. You're having the best time, I project. Sure sounds like it from you talking about it. The best time seeing it's through true. all this. And that itself is the experience. And then evil comes in to say, oh, see, now you're the good right person. But you didn't, you didn't want to be the good right person. It had nothing to do with what you actually wanted. You're just here practicing having the best time seeing through all this. Right, right. Yeah. Truly having the best yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, Anna, thank you so much for being with us this afternoon to talk about your experience. And, and it's such a good commercial for, you know, being with those Musings articles, recording them, listening back to them, because I'm right with you that the layers unfold. And that each mm-hmm. even was so, it's like everyone says, right? You listen to a radio show archive and it's like, that's exactly what I needed to hear. And it's because mm-hmm. what we need to hear jumps out at us. So we listen back to it, on, and on that day when you listen back to it, this phrase jumps out at you because that's the one that you really are working with that day. Yeah, exactly. Like I listen to it on my way to work. I listen to it on my lunch break. I listen to it on my way home from work. And at every point in the workshop, you know, I see something new. Yeah, when the whole it's day is exactly. just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's mm-hmm. so great. Excellent. Well, thank you, Anna. Thanks so much for being with us tonight. Oh, truly, thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. And Michael, we'll turn it back over to you and Sherry. Wonderful. Thank you, Jen, and thank you, Anna. Welcome back to Open Air with Sherry Huber. And Sherry, I'm reminded of that quote about the love of repetition. And oh. our practice will suffer yes. if we don't Absolutely. love repetition. Yeah, I, that, I, that's what I was thinking about uh, too. As I was listening to that, Michael, it's just that's a if somebody wants to know how to end suffering, there. <laughs> yeah. That's how to do it. Exactly yeah. that. Get your yeah. get get your attention focused on where you want to live and do not take it off. Mm. Yes. Mm. <laughs> and, and we have another caller here, Sherry. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? This is Laura in San Diego. Well, hello, hello Laura. So, What's going on? Oh, goodness. Um, so I wanted to bring something that um, there is nervousness to bring this up, and so I want to – I've been recording and listening about it, but I feel like when I'm recording and listening, I'm in the identification, so I get quickly – Um, yeah, I just quickly get twisted around about this. So I was practicing not letting ego try and present the most perfect version of this, right? Um, If so, here we go. Good. Let's leave it up to life, shall we? (laughs) Let's just leave it up to life. Um, Okay. So in last week's year-long retreat with the focus on the self through service, there was mm-hmm. a couple of people who were quoted, and I noticed myself get immediately um, identified. And I wanted to talk about how, so the process around it is, um, the, the specifics of it don't, aren't really important. So one of the places is I tend to not talk about things out loud 
when I'm worried about how it will be perceived outwardly. And, mm -hmm. and in this way, it was all this stuff of like, I don't want any, I don't want to cause drama. I don't want to complicate people's karma. I don't want to stir anything up. Um, and so I, what I noticed was the whole week, I just tried to ignore, ignore it, which again, that's another kind of process. And then there was rationalization. And, and mm -hmm. so I got to watch all of that. And, and then, you know, what I heard, actually what I heard immediately was, you should check this out. And like, no, you know, we don't, we, we won't do that. No, <laughs> we're having too good a time inside here. Right. Yeah. So that was actually the first thing I think I absolutely heard. So the, so I, there are, you know, two of our spiritual heroes that I have recently come upon information of them having not so pristine acts in their history. And I'm, that's, that's the piece that I'm getting stirred up. And one of the acts being fairly uh, close to a trigger for me around things that happened in my history. And mm -hmm. so I, so I get spun up about the two sides of, you know, the, the duality that ego takes, um, getting caught up in that um, and watching that happen even around, you know, either demonizing these people or trying to defend them. And I know none of that is the answer, and yet I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not sure what to do with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it's a really good one. Um, and uh, I <laughs> think it's, a great deal of it is uh, suffering from being raised in a Judeo-Christian society. Uh-huh. Okay? Where, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of money in perfection. Uh-huh. Be yeah, because everybody, everybody wants that, right? right? And so everybody wants to, well, there are a couple of things. Uh, everybody wants somebody who's perfect uh, <laughs> so that they can know there's somebody who's perfect. Now, they have no interest in being perfect right. like that person, right? Because then you'd have to give up all the good stuff. But we right. want to know that there's, that there's somebody out there uh, who, who meets all of our standards for how a perfect human being should be. Right. Which is really interesting in itself. I mean, I could, you know, the, the question that springs to my mind is, why? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah? So, uh, so if, uh, yeah, why? So if, if somebody says, um, uh, you know, the, the, the way, Laura, the way to, uh, to, be, uh, to be happy in your life is to drop all of the judgmental thoughts in your head. Mm. Okay, we could go, mm. well, that, that, makes, that makes sense to me. Does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. I mean, I can, I can I take go there. That. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could go there. I think. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And I sort of know that actually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. The trick is doing it. Doing right? it. Mm -hmm. But the thing is that we can both agree that yeah, that that I think that's a really wise statement. I mean, we could say that's an enlightened statement. Yes. Right. Yes. Now. Does it really matter what the person is like who says that? Hmm. Does yeah. it, is, it any, is it any less true or valid or wise 
if they um, they embezzle <laughs> from their uh, parishioners, mm-hmm. or if they're sleeping with their um, the children of their best friend, or mm-hmm. I mean, what difference does it make? Mm-hmm. Th- those two things really don't have anything to do with each other. And we could say, well, then the next step is you and I can both see that that's a very wise statement. Yeah. Right? Uh, but you know, Laura, I've made no secret of the fact that um, I have what is poetically known as a checkered past. <laughs> yeah, pretty much if it's against the law or against moral codes in <laughs> most societies, I would have to raise my hand and say, yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I did that. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, and yet I know that that's a very wise statement. Yeah, I can even say that statement to you, and if I say that statement to you, and you go, "Ah, that is, re- ah, that is the piece I've been looking for." I, I, mm. I get that, and you move to a place of, of freedom about that. Is it again? Is it any less valid if you yeah. find out that I? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, that's the fascinating. uh, Yeah. The the fascinating question is, why do we care? Except that we are so deeply conditioned by ego. The setup is, perfection is possible, and I Mm. will define what perfection is for you. Okay. (laughs) And it's very dualistic, right? And I will define what that is. And then that's how a person should be. That's how you should be. But mm. we don't really expect you to be that way. And you will live in self-hate because you're not. So there, you're taken care of. But these other people, these other people, they need to meet that standard. And if they don't, here's the kicker. If they don't, we can write off everything they say. Right. Right. Yeah. So I don't have to do it. You know, I, I don't I don't yeah. have to be loving. I don't have to be compassionate. I don't have to drop judgment. I don't have to do any of that because he didn't. She yeah. didn't. They said yeah. it and they didn't. And so. Yeah. You know, and, and so all of that just resonates to the core. And then how I get, um, so what I was practicing with is how um, I struggle with hmm, languages uh, is, is there's this constant um, hypervigilance to me and constant criticism on is that good right wrong you know and so it's mm-hmm. hap- that's yep. getting projected outward it's getting projected that's inward right. and it's a completely right. um, it's a completely paralyzed human and oh yeah um, absolutely which is ego's point yeah yeah because then your your whole whole world is reduced to your eyes on ego judging you judging them judging you judging them judging you judging them yes it's a a wonderful life for ego yeah (laughs) yeah yeah it's um it's it's really fascinating to practice like um, staying with something that's uncomfortable while not indulging the 
theoretical orientations of it, right? You know, it's like getting into that narrative around it. And yet it feels like there's something really crucial in the, um, in the freeing up standards for any, you know, a, you know, current people, well, me, starting with people. you, right? Starting right. with you, right? Yeah. yeah. Why, why, why should you be held to standards held by a voice in your head? Yeah. Yeah. How about if we just get to the point of, yeah, hey. I'm a human being. I'm a human being. I'm practicing. I'm, I'm doing everything I can to wake up. I'm doing the best I can. As soon as I can do better, I'm going to do better. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. It's been so... Uh, I was um, with my son, this, my oldest son this weekend, with his, uh, his family weekend at college, and so I was with all of his group of friends, and it was so fun being around this group of 18-year-olds. And, um, like, I, I, was, I was participating in something what was playful with them. And I found myself um, saying something that later I was just like, ego was just all over me. And so I found the kid later and apologized to him yesterday. And he was like, oh, no, we're all teasing. We're all just having a good time. It was totally fine. But I, for 24 hours, I was just... Um, Yes. Just, yeah. There it is. There it is. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. And again, Laura, to me, the, the essential piece of it is to realize that it serves nothing but ego. Right. That's it. That's all it's innate of. It, it has never made a better person. It's made frightened people, guilty people, self-hating people, depressed people. Yeah. All kinds of people, but not moral and good and kind and loving and generous right. and compassionate. Uh-uh. It never leads to that. It just leads to feeling bad, which is where ego wants us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And even when I was looking at those two, you know, spiritual heroes, looking like I could get to a place of seeing how that was, you know, ego for them and how it was showing up in their life in whatever well, ways. And, and well, yes, is that even necessary? Yes. Well, here's the other thing. If this is, you know, as somebody who's in that position in the world, here's the other thing to notice. It almost never happens while the person is alive. <laughs> okay? Uh-huh. After the, as soon as they die, all the people start coming forth with the stories. And, mm. you know, uh, um, uh, Rajneesh mm. did this thing where, right. it, you know, here's the, here's the short story. I'm sure I've told it when you were around. But a uh, group of people are sitting around and um, somebody walks by and uh, somebody in the group says, uh, that guy, now that guy is a prince. He is a prince among people. And everybody in that group is going to want to know, why do you say that? What's he done? Who is he? What's, what's so special? What's so wonderful about him? Okay? Same group of people sitting around. Guy walks by. Somebody in the group says, that is one miserable so-and-so. Everybody just mm. nods their head and they're mm. perfectly happy with that assessment. Okay? So if, if, you, if there's goodness involved, 
you huh. better be able to prove it. Okay? If you if you if you you better be able to prove it. Okay? Mm. And we're gonna watch you we, I mean you see it in this culture. We're gonna watch you, watch you, watch you, mm. watch you, watch you, and you say one wrong word and we're gonna take you out. Yeah. But all the good, all the good doesn't count for squat. But right. just notice that almost nobody, I mean, you know, Harvey, whatever his name is in Hollywood, yes. But with a spiritual teacher, yeah. with a religious person, everybody waits till they're dead. And then the people come forth with the accusation. And, the, and everybody says, oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Just nodding our heads wisely that, <laughs> yeah, you know, this, yeah, it's a bunch of crap. Um, yeah. you, you know, it's, it's just a big fraud. It's just a big lie. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why, Laura, I tell everybody ahead of time <laughs> so that when somebody comes out afterwards, everybody just goes, well, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, that was helpful. Good. Good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because when we realize all of that stuff is not about them, it's about keeping us down, keeping right. us in, in, in the relationship that ego wants us in in relation to it. Right. That's what it's about. Yeah. And winding you up. Oh, you know, of course. It, it loves that, of course. Yeah, just gets right. you all revved up about, uh, yeah. And then, of course, later it can always point out how judgmental and critical you are. And <laughs> right. what, a, what a hypocrite you what are because you're far from perfect. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, fabulous. Well, thank you, Sherry. You are so welcome. And here's the last thing I'll say to you. There's nothing that we can't talk about in Sangha. Nothing. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. All right. Take good care of yourself. (laughs) I will. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us, Laura. That was great, Sherry. And I'm going to restrain myself because we have about six. (laughs) See if we have another caller. (laughs) We'll talk about it later, Michael. We'll talk about it later. Sounds great. <laughs> Next call. Oh, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Good evening. This is Beth in Pittsburgh. Hello, Beth. What's going on? <laughs> well, I had just settled down into, uh, I'm not going to get on tonight, so I'm just going to relax and and now I'm all. Be there. Be there. Be there. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm here. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just when, you thought, just when you thought you could breathe easily, somebody says you're unmuted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, and there's it gets just the heart like, rate going, doesn't it? It really does. It really mm-hmm. does. And the mind goes blank. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, a great place. It's a great way for the mind to be. Yeah, and being a mental fixation. Uh, yeah, I just had this whole list of stuff, you know, just wonderful questions. You would have been amazed. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, just stunned. I would have been speechless, right? <laughs> my, my, my mind would have just gone completely blank. Mm-hmm. Right, well, 
my questions are kind of what people like about me. So I've always gotten a lot of, uh, like a feeling that I belong by asking the right question. Hmm. Hmm. And uh, I remember my time at the monastery, uh, uh, the monks and you would shoot me down every time I asked a mental question. Just wouldn't answer. Ah, <laughs> oh, vicious, vicious people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I hated it. I absolutely hated it. But yeah. uh, it started... And uh, yet, Beth, and yet, we didn't throw you out. <laughs> you still belonged, even though you weren't allowed to ask the right question. <laughs> You have never rewarded me for my questions. (laughs) 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 Yes. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, kind of the thing that I've been working on this week, uh, I've used the birds as kind of a way to see if I'm here or not. The bird, Pittsburgh mm. has a lot of trees, so we have a lot of songbirds. Mm-hmm. But uh, so much of the time, I can't hear them. And, uh, and I kind of expanded that practice recently um, to kind of noticing if I'm kind or not, if I'm feeling mm. like a sense of kindness. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's inward or outward. And I've uh-huh. kind of seen a couple of things about that. One is uh, ego takes on kindness, and it's not kind. Yes, yeah. It's either I was trained to be nice because I'm a girl, mm-hmm. and that's interested in safety. Mm-hmm, hmm mm-hmm. That's not the same And belonging. As and belonging, and, uh, you, you, yeah. right? You can have you have a role. You take yeah, care of people and be sensitive to them, and mm-hmm. yes. And if I show any kind of emotion that's not uh, making other people more comfortable, uh, then you know I'm out in the cold. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yep. there's also like a manipulative element to it. Mm-hmm. Yes. We yes, so, we learn how to survive, right? Yeah. So if I'm just okay. looking to see if there's kindness there, then I kind of uh it's different. I'm not using the kindness. Uh-huh. You're just Does that make any experiencing sense? The kind, yeah, you're just experiencing the kindness. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's a softness. Mhm. Mhm. We could even say you're being the kindness. At center, there is only compassion and kindness. And when I'm at center, I am the kindness. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. <laughs> ha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. We, one of the ways that we talk about it... Um, 
uh, is that kindness is what's there when we're not doing anything else. Ah. There's nobody being kind. There's nobody right. needing kindness. Yes. It's just kindness is there. Yes. Because life is kindness. I'm going to sit with that for a while. Because what immediately came up was, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh-huh. Life is not kind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that's very confusing for us because ah. ego is not ego is not kind. But ego, ego is, not is not kind. Anybody's ego. Anybody's ego. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and we can feel the difference. Right? We feel uh. the difference of when we leave what life is, what life is and we get into yeah thinking and meanings and comparison and preferences and mm -hmm. which is why it's such a grateful experience to have the mind go blank because I see these things and then the mind takes it over and then there's no truth left in it it's just the husk that's right that's exactly it and the the unhappiness and the suffering that goes with that because we're we're left uh, feeling empty. Ha. <sighs> yes. <laughs> so it's up to me <laughs> to do nothing. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. To pursue, which is a funny way to think about it, but to pursue that blank mind. Oh. Uh, I listened to a Richard Rohr talk uh, this week, and he Uh was saying that uh, uh, he's always going to pursue his spirituality from a one perspective and with one. So it's kind of like whenever I try to pursue a blank mind, I'm going to do it as a six. And a six is not a blank mind. Well, neither is a one. (laughs) Yeah, so like pursuing a blank mind, uh, how do I do that <laughs> without my mind? <laughs> well, that that's it. Without that, my that's, yeah. that's the question Be, ah. because it's a it, the mind is a knowing, right? That that's what the mind does. It figures out. It puts together. It creates relationships. It. Uh, Right. Build houses. It's very busy. Yes. 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 And and so, so there's a way in which we could say that we use the mind to go beyond the mind. But if you if you really pay attention to what's happening, what you're doing is using attention to go beyond the mind. Oh. Because. Stay with me here. Stay with me, sister. Because you can watch the mind. Hmm. And where you're Hmm. watching that from, we could say, is blank. Yes. 
You just did it, didn't you? <laughs> yes, and, and it's like I can't hold on to it. I can't pin it down. No. I can't. Yeah. No, the mind wants to hold on to it. That's what you just said. Then the mind wants to grab it, take it, yeah. make it its own, figure it out. Yeah. And then you just watch that happen. But how did you how did you watch that happen? Where did you watch it from? Again and yet again. It's kind of that sleuth thing. That's it. But it's the That's attitude it. of the sleuth as opposed to what the sleuth finds. That's right. That's right. It's for it's the fun of the sleuthing. It's the excitement of the discovery. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to forget all this, that I'm going to be able to find it again. That's exactly right. That's why it's all recorded. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. All right. Take good care of yourself, Beth. All right. Good night. Thanks for joining us, Beth. That was a great exercise, Sherry. That was fun. I enjoyed that. (laughs) (laughs) The awareness practice is just a good time. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. All right. Thank you so much, Michael. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you, everyone. And go happy. Go happy.